Hi again, everybody. Tom Oglesby in the studio with Colleen Pasnick. It's just you and me. It is. We're missing our third leg. Well, I hear Mark is still under the weather. Poor Mark. We need to keep him in our purse. We are doing that. This is episode 68. We're recording on Monday, the 28th of November in the year of our Lord, 2022, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never never was was it known known that anyone who fled to thy protection, protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and we are barely in Advent. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, that's the start of the new year. Did the champagne go? I I thought you were going to bring it. I think it's upstairs yet with Saunders. Yep. So I love how, um, you know, Dick Bergeson, they used to have a New Year's Eve dinner, and it was the night before Advent started. I always thought that was a great idea. You His know? dinners are wonderful. Yeah. But or is I mean, it Leon? Well, it's, Leon is the good cook. But, you know, that's a great idea to, to move from the secular New Year's Eve to a Catholic New Year's Eve. We get starting a new year here. Well, that was the intent with the new format of the ox, the bellowing yes. ox in and around the ember days. Did you get the early edition? Well, yeah, you showed it to me here. And I've got to tell you, I don't know how Greg does it. But he does an amazing job with this newsletter. Uh, well, he has um, two right brains. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. It really, I mean, this is, it, it rivals a, a national publication. So the uh, newsletter you have will be 28 pages. It's at the printer. Maybe by the time this airs, which is what, this weekend, the 3rd and 4th, mm-hmm, Colleen? Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be in some mailboxes here, but it's the winter solstice issue, which is the change of season, which is December. So we uh, we now publish four times a year on the Ember Day months. Mm-hmm. So it's quarterly, but not calendar quarter. It's Ember quarter. And we're doing that purposely to celebrate the church calendar. That's right. I mean, as Catholics, I love that we have that alternate calendar to the world but not only with the church but to give thanks to the lord because the change of seasons i mean we are creatures and he is the creator and still is the creator after all these years how does uh, father simon say the problem with god is he thinks he's god (laughs) that is how he says it but um, i miss that guy we got to bring him back yeah we should but yeah, the Ember Days are coming up this, well, not this month, because this is November, but in a couple weeks, it'll be Wednesday, December 14th, and then Friday the 16th, and Saturday the 17th. So the call to action is? Well, the call to action is, first of all, if you're hearing this, it's the first Saturday of December, so go to confession, mm-hmm. and if you're hearing this on Sunday, still go to confession, right? And then when the Ember Days come up, you know, Traditionally, on Ember Days, you give up meat on those days. It's almost like a little Lent. Maybe cut back on your sweets um, and and offer it in Thanksgiving to God, asking for blessings of the season. So now this is difficult because there are so many company parties, neighborhood parties, and we forget that Advent is a 
penitential season. It is. And, you know, you might be stuck going to a Christmas party on, you know, Friday the 16th or Saturday the 17th or, you know, a lunch Christmas party on the 14th. So if you can't, you could make that your one meal. That's one mm-hmm. option. But something else that someone said one time was a way to fast is let's say you're going down the buffet on that day and you're like, they have shrimp. I love shrimp. You know what? Pass on the shrimp. Or if they have two size plates. Take the smaller plate. Small plate. Or if they have eggnog, skip the nog. (laughs) Just eat some eggs. (laughs) (laughs) So you can always pick like what you really want and don't pick it and pick either something you only sort of like as an act of penance people can find ways to to do penance wherever they are self-denial self-denial which is tough with when you live with my bride yeah well she's a good cook well i know honey try this kitchen smells awesome too yeah but um hey i'm looking at the calendar so you're just going down uh a special date two days from now by the time it goes on the air it will have passed but it's important in my book very important. Feast of St. St. Andrew, um, November 30th. And there is a tradition where you recite a special prayer mm-hmm. from the Feast of St. Andrew on November 30th until Christmas Day. And um, and it's a novena. So, of course, then you want to put well, your... it's a long novena. You put your... Um, it's almost 30 days. <laughs> 24 yes, well, days. Yeah, so maybe not technically a novena, but... So here's the prayer... You got it there? I do. Hail, Hail and, and blessed, blessed be, be the hour and the moment in which, in which the Son of God was born of the most pure Virgin Mary at midnight in Bethlehem in the piercing cold. In that hour, vouchsafe, I beseech thee, O my God, to hear my prayer and grant my desires through the merits of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and of his blessed Mother. Amen. Amen. So this begins, this is... The Apostle, St. Andrew, Mm -hmm. his feast is November 30th, Mm -hmm. and beginning that day, recite this prayer. This prayer is going out to most all of our listeners who have subscribed to The Bellowing Ox. That's awesome. So they'll have it in their own mailbox. In in the Christmas card. So we send a Christmas greeting every year with the St. Andrew prayer. Mm. If you're not getting it, it's... It's easy. Uh, call 563-231-3545 and say, sign me up for the Ox. We have some extra Christmas cards. Or go to info at kcrd-fm.org and, and, uh, and get that. Now, part of the reason why I like this prayer is because I like saying it. Who doesn't like saying it? Oh, Andrew? who doesn't like Brother of St. Peter. But little known fact... The mystics and those who have died and gone to purgatory and revisited, mm-hmm. what do they tell us about the Feast of Christmas? You know this. I'm gonna, I'll see the look on your face. The day of the year when the most souls are released from purgatory mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. There's a nice article in the front page article in the Ox that talks uh, about that. It's, it's about 3,000 words. We had to uh, violate many publisher standards to get 3,000 words of this article in here. I don't think we can overemphasize to everyone who is listening, 
live or in the chatter podcast, Colleen, how important it is to pray for our ancestors who have passed, who may be in purgatory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, we're just coming off the month of the Holy Souls, November. So the month of um, those Holy Souls in purgatory, they should be topmost of our mind. And you're right to start this novena to St. Andrew on the 30th. And of course, people here in Super this, novena, by the way. This is more than nine days. A super novena. Um, even if people are hearing this on the 3rd or the 4th, just jump in. Jump in. Now, also in progress is the second consecration to Jesus by way of Mary, mm-hmm. using the menth- method of, uh, I don't know, you're on a first-name basis with St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing that. So we'll be, we'll be going through that um, at midnight, 6 a.m., 12 o'clock noon and 6 p.m. on FM 98.3 KCRD. Mm -hmm. On demand anytime on the mobile app, so you Mm -hmm. can listen if those four times don't work, Mm -hmm. get there. That will culminate on the day before the Immaculate Conception, the 7th, and then the consecration is on the 8th. Do I have that right? That's correct. And you're locked and loaded for number three, right? What's the next date coming up? Oh, yeah. Are we doing the presentation? Is that the one yes, we're doing next? Yes, that's the one. When does that so begin, So that will please? start on December 31st. So on New, Yeah, that's right. New Year's Eve, the calendar New Year's Eve. The calendar New Year's Eve. We're going to start with the third airing of the consecration, and we have a lot of momentum mm-hmm. going in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will finish on February 2nd. 2nd. Will be the consecration day, yep. Consecration Day. You just got a bunch of these books in, didn't you? So we have been waiting for this. Uh, These have been trickling out two and three at a time. They are beautiful. What is this, a leatherite uh, cover? It is. It's a a beautiful blue cover. cover. It's nice. We went through 200 of these since the first consecration. We uh, ordered, we ran the warehouse out. Last um, day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, we received... 200 more copies of this so if you're looking for this 563-231-3545 say colleen i need uh st louis book Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. info at kcrd-fm.org and uh same message subject line colleen send me st louis book Mm -hmm. it's an awesome book it's awesome and we do ask a donation of $15. As we said last week, salvation is free, but it isn't cheap. <laughs> well, you really only need to buy it once, right? Well, But they would make great Christmas happening. gifts. Here's what's happening. People are getting them, and they run into me at the back of church and say, sheepishly, Tom, can I have another book? Is, yeah. Did you lose it? No, I gave it to my sister. How about that? Think about that. Well, and if they're looking for Christmas gifts, and we are going to talk about books in the show today, but this would be a nice gift to um, to to give people. It sure is. Perfect got, timing for that got, December 31st start date. Mm-hmm. Doing that. So we started talking about November 30th, which is two days from now. Mm-hmm. Two days, when you hear this airing, it'll be two days ago. Mm-hmm. But December's full. Uh, we've got first Friday on the, on uh, excuse me, first Friday on the 2nd. Mm-hmm. First Saturday on the third, mm-hmm. we've got Ember Days on Wednesday the fourteenth, Friday the sixteenth, and Saturday the seventeenth. Mm-hmm. We've got 
Christmas Eve, Saturday the 24th, and we get an entire full, uh, full four weeks mm-hmm. of Advent for the first time in memory. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, That's right. And let's not forget the Immaculate Conception Feast on December 8th. No. That's another big one. And in fact, if people are able to, I would challenge people to take that day off work if they can. Why? It's a holy day. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be great to foster that idea again that we should rest on days, holy days of obligation, just like Sundays? Well, you know, it's the time of the year when people are looking at their paid time off bank mm-hmm. at work, and it's often a use it or lose it type of thing, mm-hmm. or you wait till that last 10 or 14 days, and everybody wants off them, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and you're supervisor has to say hey, i, I got to staff something here so mm-hmm. it's it, i like your idea here that's a thursday mm-hmm. actually you could uh, take the ninth off too and just do a four-day weekend and contemplate the immaculate conception well and and what you could do is you could take those days off like you say and then you could make a little trip to the shrine mm-hmm. because friday the ninth is the feast of saint juan diego that's all about Guadalupe. Oh, how did I forget that one? Right? So you can make a little trip to the shrine, and that could be your consecration gift to Our Lady. Just remind everybody how Juan Diego is, is tied to Guadalupe. So Juan Diego um, was the poor Indian who was used as an instrument by um, Our Lady to tell the bishop that she wanted a basilica, a church built in her honor. And, of course, the bishop didn't really believe him. Um, and uh, and he was trying to, he, uh, Juan Diego, was trying to kind of avoid Our Lady because he didn't want to go back. And, uh, and she intercepted him, and the proof that the bishop wanted was Castilian roses. You know, roses that only grow in Spain. Yes, and not in December. And not in December, and not in Mexico. And she... There were some roses. She arranged them in his tilma, like in his poncho, and sent him off to the bishop. And when he got there, he emptied his poncho. All these Castilian roses fell out, and left behind on his poncho was the image of Our Lady Guadalupe. So, what a story. Right? And then I think on the 12th is Our Lady Guadalupe, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. The 12th, Our Lady Guadalupe. Which Guad- is what? The Monday. T- Monday. So. Well, we're running out of days where that are unimportant. <laughs> That's right. December is chock full, like you said. Mm-hmm. December is chock full. And then you get to the end of the month, the 26th, the 27th. That's that's a machine gun rapid fire of saints, beginning with St. Stephen. Mm-hmm. But who's next? St. John. St. John on right? the 27th. The beloved disciple. Yep. And then keep going. And then the holy innocence. On, you know. so, so think about this. We've got Christmas, the birth of Christ, which is a joyful celebration followed instantly by murder. Um, St. John the Evangelist wasn't murdered, but then the Holy Innocents murdered, Thomas Beckett murdered, and you're going, hmm, wow. Speaking of Beckett, he made the front page of the Ox. Did you see that? Oh, I saw that right here, Martyrdom of an Archbishop. We have a uh, special guest author, Nathan um, Nathan oh, Souter, Souter, Nathan yeah. Souter yeah. from the Society of St. Thomas Beckett, who... Uh, wrote that beautiful article so it's mm-hmm. uh, we we had to put both of them on page uh, page 1 right and then on the who front else page. do we got Beckett's on what the 30th Beckett's on the 29th, 29th and then on the 30th we've got the holy family and and then on the 31st Saint Sylvester Pope so it's just I always found it interesting that you have this big party celebration of joy on the 25th followed by the next day with a martyr 
the rest of the story. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But anyway, you're right. This year we do have four full weeks of Advent. So I was just wondering what you're going to do for Advent. Did you think of anything you want to do during Advent? Well, consciously, I'm, I'm telling myself this is a penitential season, so it's just Correct. not business as usual. Mm-hmm. So more prayer. Good. More prayer. Good. Um, I, I started to tell you earlier, but my prayer is I'm not too excited about purgatory. Boy. I'm with I you. don't want to go there. I'm with you. And I don't want to go further left. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we want to aim for heaven. So I'm aiming for heaven. But you realize that you've got to um, got to be in a state of grace and have made all kinds of reparation. And yeah. not many people go there that quickly. No, no. So my prayer early this morning was, Lord, I don't know how that works, but go ahead. You gave him permission. I did. Oh, you gave him permission to send you whatever sufferings you might need in this life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Yeah, graces and sufferings, and because and, it's got to be better on this side of the veil than on well, the back side. That's what they say. They say that um, it's St. Francis of Sales. He says, an hour in purgatory is worse than 100 years on earth with the most severe fastings. Mm-hmm. One hour. That was part of the reason. Uh, oh, my goodness. Because reading that book from St. Francis LaSalle. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one? This purgatory one? No. That one, but the other one, um, it's in my other book over here. Oh, we're going to talk in- Introduction to the Devout Life. Oh, yeah, yep. That, That's the yes, one. Yeah. Hey, we're out of time. We're going to hold over some more talk about uh, Advent. We've got some great ideas for personal development and, and gift giving here on The Chatter. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. You're in The Chatter Box. This is episode 68 and segment number two. Colleen, can you believe it? It's um, a happy new year all over. It's a happy new year. It's Advent. I love Advent. We talked at the end of the last segment mm-hmm. about what we're doing for Advent, and you mentioned spending more time in prayer. Yeah, and and I don't know how else that it came to me. I was talking to a priest about holidays and getting together with people you haven't seen, and, you know, the country, families, communities seem divided. Is that a fair statement, I Colleen? I would say that's a fair statement. And and so it's amazing how when you pray for something, you can get these, these insights, either from people God sends to you, in this instance the priest, and you know, his comment to me was, Tom, you know, people pay more attention to what you do than what you say hmm. in a lot of instances. Okay. And leading a, uh, a very, and I think we try to set an example, I hope that, um, a holy life example. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. And then this morning only, I ran across it, and it is uh, early. This is out of the National Catholic Register, which is owned by EWTN, and I think they do uh, on most days a pretty decent job. And the headline is Three Tips from Jose Maria on How to Grow Holier at Holiday Family Gatherings. Now, 
What are the chances that you'd run across? This was at 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock this morning, Colleen, as you know. Oof. I sometimes am up at that time. Mm-hmm. So I won't read the whole article, but... Um, but for people that not, are not familiar, St. Jose Maria Escriva began the apostolate... Um, Opus Dei. Opus Dei. Mm-hmm. And that's all about being holy in your everyday life. So it's not a surprising topic um, about what he's talking here. And Opus Dei translates as the work of God. Work of God. But it's how to kind of sanctify your everyday life, your ordinary life. Um, But what does he say about... Well, he says, it opens up here and says, uh, this this is written, looking for the... my, uh, my author. I hate when I print things off in the... Oh, Kate... Katya Fitzpatrick is the author here. Thank you. I looked at it for the byline at the beginning, and the register runs them at the end of the article. So she opens up and says, Thanksgiving is the unofficial kickoff for the holiday season. That's just what we've been talking about. And we're opening our homes to friends and relatives, and emotions run high, and excitement, anxiety. I think she's soft-pedaling it mm-hmm. here, but some, some, sometimes it's uh, more difficult. But here's her three ways to grow holier by way of Jose Maria Escriva. Number one, prayer is a time for holy intimacies and firm resolutions. Before your family arrives, say a prayer. Our Father, hail Mary, come Holy Spirit, ask God for peace in your home and to resolve to do your part in keeping peace throughout the gathering. That may mean choosing to bite your tongue Hmm. or to uh, deciding to engage in conversation with one person you'd rather not talk to. Hmm. Isn't that interesting here? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are in here just talking to families, individuals. Here's number two. It's not enough to be good, you need to show it. So this is mm-hmm. just what my priest says here mm-hmm. the other day. What would you say if a rose bush produced thorns? Mm-hmm. Or only thorns? Mm-hmm. If there's a person that gets under your skin, um, does he have a favorite dessert or side dish? Uh, find out and surprise him at the meal. So I'm going to publish my favorite dishes. <laughs> Beginning with cherry pie. Uh, that gesture could be the start of a new and improved relationship. I think these are solid. I felt, I think those are great ideas, and I think they're doable. Yeah. Sometimes, Good you know, point. you read things and you go, oh, I can't really do yeah, that. Yeah, might work for you. It's too big of a step. But these are little steps. Here's number three. There are only three. Practicing charity means respecting other people's way of thinking. It means rejoicing at their road to God without trying to make them think like you or joining you. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. You may be seeing a relative for the first time in months or years. Perhaps she's living a life that's not in communion with the faith. Your heart aches for her, reminder of how much you love her reminder of how much she's loved by God. But leave it at that. Don't try to force a conversation over dinner. Instead, make your decision to pray for them regularly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a great article. Katla, K-A-T-Y-A, I think I say that, Kate, Kate yeah, Fitzpatrick. This is uh, in the National Catholic Register. 
and it was uh, dated the 28th just here this morning. Those are some great ideas. What, that is one of the things I like about Opus Day is they do give you some real practical, doable things for your daily life mm-hmm. to grow in holiness. So that's a good one. Those are good ones. We're uh, not quite halfway through the show. I think you and I have wanted to do this for a while, but we're at critical mass here. Mm-hmm. We are. Boy, you can hardly move in the studio. There's so many books here. Well, about a year ago, you and I thought, said, whatever. Mm-hmm. We need to continue to evangelize. And, mm-hmm. and we thought quality books were a great way to do that, and we could use these books as premium gifts. And we've mm-hmm. talked about some of the books, mm-hmm. but... Critical mass has arrived here. <laughs> look at the look at the boxes. Uh, yeah, there's lots of boxes here, and lots of really good books. So maybe I might suggest if you are thinking, well, what should I do for Advent? I didn't even think about that. Maybe one idea is you spend 15, 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes reading a spiritual book instead of watching TV or being on the internet. Just an idea, not asking for hours. Yeah, just something. Something kind of Start small. with putting that phone on the other side of the room, mm-hmm. turning the TV off, mm-hmm. and pick up some books here. And boy, do we have some good books. And one of the things that I want to uh, start with is we have a couple books on the A Year with the Saints, Daily Meditations with the Holy Ones of God. You know, if we want to get to heaven, and we just said we do, right? We want to skip purgatory. Get rid of that. We want to know how the people that have gone before us did it. Mm-hmm. We we wanna we wanna hear from them. So we've got Paul Thigpen's book, A Year with the Saints, Daily Meditations with the Holy Ones of God. And they're not long. They're one page. One page. Um, you know, a quote from a saint, and then um in God's presence, consider. So then there's kind of a question to reflect on what you just read. Um so for example, here is day one twenty seven, and the saint that he's talking about is Blessed Henry Suso. Um, and so the question is then in God's presence, consider of all the benefits I've obtained through receiving my Lord in Holy Communion, which one makes me most grateful today? So a little question. I like that. I like taking something that you read from a saint and then applying it to your life. I think that's a great example with your suggestion that says just take 10 or 15 minutes because that's what this is going to do, this particular book. Yeah, and anytime you're doing spiritual reading, you know, it's not like reading a novel. Spiritual reading is like savoring some good food. You don't gulp it down. Not everybody's like Brad the Greater. Well, right. Okay, Brad does. He can just devour some good books. Right. I don't know how he does it. This, the other thing that's, I'm going to steal it from Father Simon again. Mm -hmm. You know, he talks about the, the, uh, Acts of the Apostles, the lives of the saints, of, is mm-hmm. being the third testament. You've mm-hmm. heard him speak about mm-hmm. that? Yep. This is a great way to, uh, to your point, of imitating the saints. Get, remember, saints are made here on earth, not in heaven. Right. And we all hope, if we hope to get to heaven, then we'll be a saint. Right. So people say, well, I can't be a saint. Well, don't you want to go to heaven? Right. Only people in heaven are saints. Right. There are no minor leaguers there are no minor heaven. leaguers and here's one on for day 100 the title is leave nothing undone god has given you to do and the reading is from saint thomas more in his writing on the last things mm-hmm. so then it says in god's presence consider if i were to die now 
What things would I be leaving undone or unsaid? And how can I make sure that I do and say those things right away? This is really great, great material for Advent. Now, we've got limited copies of all of these books. I know we've given a few. Somehow this was in the Ox two issues ago, and uh, half a dozen of those have gone out already. So That's um, great. Give us the name and title again. Yep. This is A Year with the Saints, Daily Meditations with the Holy Ones of God by Paul Thigpen, and it's St. Benedict Press. I'm not sure how many of these we have left. But I think I'm taking this one home with me. Because this, and you know what, this is great to read in front of the Blessed Sacrament. If you're take, if maybe you're just going to decide to do more holy hours. Hey, maybe that's the one-two punch. It's Advent, what are you going to do? Spiritual reading in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Mm -hmm. Good idea. Yep. So. Let's go to this next book here. You've got so many words. We won't have oh enough gosh, time. Let's go to this one here. Because you've been in this one, haven't you? Well, <laughs> I, I have been in this one. I do have a, I do have a confession to make on air. Hmm. You could probably pull any book off my bookshelf at home, and there would be a bookmark in it. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at starting books, but constancy is not my strong suit. Well, that's why they have tables of contents. I know. So, um, But this next book on the list here is called The Ways of Mental Prayer. And it's uh, Tan Publishers. They're always good, reliable books. Um, and the author is French name, so I'm going to mess it up. Right, Reverend Dom Vitalis Lehoudé, Abbot of Brick, Quebec. I'm sure I got that all wrong. Huh. But it's ways of mental prayer. And so some people, I think some people think mental prayer is a really hard thing. But, but maybe we're making too big of a deal out of it. Right? Yeah. Mental prayer is thinking about what you're praying. And shouldn't we be doing that? And to whom you're praying. And to whom you're talking and putting yourself in it. I don't think we have to get, you know, kind of crazy about, well, I don't even know mental prayer. Oh, my gosh. Well, when you say a Hail Mary, aren't you thinking about what you're saying? I think this is good. This is a great one, and I think you can read this not cover to cover, but chapter by chapter as you need. Because I'm the same way. You've mm-hmm. seen all my books scattered mm-hmm. across the house, and they have uh, anything can be a bookmark, don't you know? <laughs> Give that to me. It can be. Yeah. So this is good. The ways of mental prayer. Let's keep moving because we've got to get through that. How, do you we like do. this book here, you know, John Bosco? I, I do. And we talked already about um, Paul Thigpen's book, A Year with the Saints, and then the other saint book that I had pulled out was The Forty Dreams of Saint John Bosco. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. This is a fantastic book. If our listeners are familiar with St. John Bosco, he started the Salesians, wasn't it? Right. And, uh, and he kind of helped young boys, you know, that didn't have anybody, orphans, etc. But he had these dreams, and they were usually about the boys under his care, and mm-hmm. whether they were on the straight and narrow or not. Took them off the streets. Mm-hmm. He took the boys off the streets, was giving them an education in you know, Catholic And I've education. seen a couple of his movies, mm-hmm. and it strikes me that his approach to getting the kids off the street was a lot like what St. Jose Maria Escriva would do mm-hmm. in approaching these boys, mm-hmm. knowing that you can't keep doing that, but he, he had a, a soft way of, mm-hmm. soft but firm way. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, wasn't a wimp. No, he wasn't a wimp, and I think that um, he was a good father figure to these boys. But you can pick up any one of these um, 
pick up this book in any one of these dreams that St. John Again, Bosco. another book where you don't oh. go cover to cover, just go through the table of contents. And I, there's also, and I'm not going to be able to remember the YouTube channel, but they will recite these dreams. And I love to listen to those dreams of mm-hmm. St. John Bosco. So how do we get these books? Uh, if you get in the bell- bellowing ox, you can um, send a reply with a return envelope. Mm-hmm. Phone number for customer service assistance. Mm-hmm. There's a voicemail there at 563-231-3545. 563 3545 or info at kcrd-fm.org with a subject line that says, Colleen, send me a book. Now, we're going to sell these at about, we're, we're not, no, excuse me, we're not selling these books. They're yours for a donation. Mm-hmm. So, I said it earlier, salvation's free, but it's not cheap. So, you've got to help us. Uh, Pay, pay the way here. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we've got several objectives here. We're trying to help you with an advent. Uh, we're ha- trying to help you with evangelization, understanding your faith better. Mm-hmm. Make it easy, make mm-hmm. it fun, mm-hmm. and uh, help keep the lights on here. That's right. And you know, with Christmas coming up, maybe you want to give some of these books to family members or... Oh, there's an idea. Or maybe you've got a young family member who's going to be confirmed. One of these books on the saints would be great to give them mm-hmm. as they think about what saint they want to be their patron. Um, if you're going to stock a stuffing, get large stockings. Yeah. These books are <laughs> these, these books are big. They what, are big. What do you got next? Here, we've got uh, three more minutes, Colleen, in this segment. What okay, so sp- if we're just going to stay on the saints just for then one more book talk here. Which one's this? Um, this is one of my favorites. It's called The Life of Mary as Seen by the Mystics. And I mentioned it last week when Wayne Christopher mm-hmm. went on about the presentation in the Temple of Our Lady. Yeah. Oh, you read out of that book? That was out of this book. And so they are four venerables and blesseds and saints that had um, visions of the life of Our Lady. So they're all approved, um, but they really kind of fill in. And we don't know a lot about Our Lady. Like, we didn't know anything really about the presentation of her. That's the problem with humble people. You don't know much about them. And she's the humblest. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that would be another another great book. These These books right here are... Or something else. All right, so the uh, Year with the Saints, yep. uh, Ways of Mental Prayer, which yep. is about Mary, Don Bosco, John, St. Mm-hmm. John Bosco. Mm-hmm. That's great. The Life of Mary. Let's sneak this one in here. Ooh. This, do you know about this here? We got a box of these here, John Minster's all over this book. So this book that you're referring to is called Calming the Storm, Navigating the Crises Facing the Catholic Church and Society, by Father Gerald Murray. So we got a box of these. Now, these first three or four books we talked are paperbacks. This is a hardcover with a mm. with a uh, leaf cover. It's hardcover, and it's probably, oh, it's over 400 pages. Now, this is Father Gerald Murray from the diocese, Archdiocese of New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, our good friend and uh, beloved volunteer advisor, John Minster, said, Tom... I'm going to buy a bunch of books, give them away. So I think we've got a couple dozen of these. You know, one of the things about this book, because it is Father Gerald Murray, but then it's in conversation with Diane Montagna, and we love her. She's really good. And in fact, our book club just finished reading uh, Bishop Schneider's book, um, Christus Vincit, 
also excellent with same her. format same format q a so it's a really easy book to pick up and read a q a so this book even though it's 400 pages like these other books while there are some chapters with the q a you can just follow diane's questions yes and father murray's responses so you could yeah. read this in a year you could. You know what? Because these Q&As, none of them are really long. No. So she has some great questions, and, and he gives his answers. And um, John read this, I think, over a couple of weekends here, but he's a big... Yeah. But it is an easy Jerry one to Murray. pick up, put down, pick up, put down. Yeah. You don't have to even... You can even play, like, book roulette, right? And just open it to a page and see what that question is. So another good one. Colleen, we're going to go to break. We're over uh, segment two. We're going to come back with uh, another 18 minutes of books for you to turn Advent around and do some stocking stuffers. Hi again, everybody. We're back in the Chatterbox with a uh, special Advent show. This is being recorded in the uh, shadow. Uh, yesterday was the first Sunday, but mm-hmm. you'll hear this going into the second Sunday of Advent. And we're talking about what you can do and what you can read, and we think reading spiritually is a good way to it's a good enhance way to, it. It is. You know, a lot of people talk about Lent, and what are you going to do for Lent? What are you giving up for Lent? You know, prayer, fasting, almsgiving. But we don't talk about that for Advent. And we got to do more than talk. It is a penitential season. We're preparing for the the uh, Emmanuel, O Come, mm-hmm. O Come. Mm-hmm. I heard a song yesterday at Mass that was mm-hmm. put me in the spirit. Yeah. And, of course, the Advent wreath. So we got to think about Advent. we got to think about prayer. we got to think about fasting. we got to think about almsgiving. And so um, you had mentioned you, that you're going to do more prayer during Advent, and we talked about one of the things you could do in Advent is a little more spiritual reading, because that will help your prayer life. So, so we talked about Jerry Murray's book here. I got a couple I want to throw at yeah. you. One, the we talked last segment about St. Francis de Sales and the introduction to the devout life. That This is, how many printings has this gone through? That's one of the best sellers ever. Doing that. Uh, while we're at that, I'm going to go through a couple of them quickly here. I got a call from a Catholic the other day who's not a spring chicken. Okay. And he said, you know, I'm a Catholic. I probably should have a Bible. And I was on a cell phone, and I thought he broke up. So we called Tan Books, where we get, uh, which is the same as St. Benedict Press. Mm St. Benedict Press and Tan Books, and and they give us some nice uh, purchasing power, shall we say. We have the Holy Bible, the Dewey Rames Version. Now, I know this 
this language sometimes in the old language is difficult, but this is this is the Bible without error. So t- why don't you tell the listeners um, what makes the Dewey Rheim so special? Well, it it is translated from the Vulgate, which is what Saint Jerome did. So this is this is the first translation. So it's it's not been translated and translated and translated. And I know some of you are saying, well, that's Old English. The purpose of studying scripture or any spiritual reading is to learn. Why did God make us? Mm -hmm. To know him, to love him, and Mm -hmm. to serve him. Mm -hmm. You need to make the decision first Mm -hmm. to know him, love him, and serve him. Remember, he's the creator, we're we're the creature, Mm -hmm. and it ain't necessarily supposed to be easy. It's it's designed to make you think. And it's not in our common parlance, but you know what? That can be a good thing. And I know I have various uh, translations of Bibles at my house, and sometimes I like to look up what the different words are that are used. I'll look up the same passage and see what the different words so are. So now, now think about that, what you just said. What have you found when you, you've got the Dewey Rheims? Mm-hmm. But if you do the Jerusalem or the mm-hmm. Revised Standard mm-hmm. or... Or the uh, uh, what is the New American Bible the, is what they use the, in Mass. So if you go through and yeah have all four Bibles opened up and mm-hmm. you look at the translations, mm-hmm. you'll get some enlightening. You will, and I've talked about this example before. But um, most people, if they're at Mass and they hear the New American Bible and they are in the beginning of the book of Luke, mm-hmm. they'll hear when Mary visits Elizabeth and Elizabeth says to Our Lady. You know, how is it that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Right. And Mary responds with her Magnificat, it's traditionally called, coming from the first word of the Latin version, my soul magnifies Magnifies the the Lord. Lord. So that is why it's called the Magnificat. But if you listen to the um, that passage in church, and it's the New American Bible, it says, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. I would argue those are kind of two different things. Those are two different things. Yeah. This is why we last we got these on Black Friday because I thought God love my guy. He doesn't have a Bible. He's getting one of these. Good. Good. He doesn't know it. He's getting it. Good. And there have to be other uh, listeners, Catholic or otherwise, who don't have a Bible. That's right. And we're going to we're going to take you to the original English translation from Jerome's Vulgate, mm-hmm. which is simply Latin for the common. That's where mm-hmm. vulgar comes from. It's mm-hmm. it's it doesn't mean it's swearing. It means it's the common language, mm-hmm. which is Latin. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jerome translated from the Latin, Hebrew, and Greek. Mm-hmm. Yep. So these are great. So those are great, and anyone in Bible study should also have a Dewey Reams. Because as you're doing Bible study, whatever translation you're using, get the Dewey Reims version. This is this is the global positioning system for Bibles. This is your GPS, the Dewey Reims. So we've got a box or two of these. If you want a Bible, five six three two three one three five four five. That's great. No, that's great. Got it. All right. Another book, which we have a few. And this is the Imitation of Christ. This is Saint. Uh, uh, is he a Thomas saint? Thomas Akempis. I thought he was, isn't he? Thomas Akempis. Mm-hmm. If he isn't, we've just canonized him. Congratulations, Imitation Thomas. of Christ. This is a book not unlike uh, the Introduction to the Devout Light. These two changed my 
world. So here's a piece of trivia. Did you know The Imitation of Christ is the second best-selling Catholic book after the Bible? Did not. Isn't that amazing? I love it. The Imitation of Christ is second bestseller. I'm going to go through a couple other ones. We've got these really aren't books that we call these booklets. Mm -hmm. The Catholic devotional with the blue cover. You see a lot of people with these. They're all beat up and ragged. Mm -hmm. They they go to Mass early. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have some. So if you want a fresh copy because yours looks like it went through the war, we'll get you some. Great stocking stuffer. These are great. And we have other of these. We didn't pull these up here, but how many of this size booklet do we have? Oh, We must have items and what's that one we've got another similar one that would be a great stocking stuffer this is called um uniformity with god's will by saint alphonsus Liguori, one of our friends um all these little booklets would be great stocking stuffers so make your stockings catholic yes uh here's one that's uh, a large booklet but an easy read from uh peter kwafshinevsky who we Mm -hmm. had here in town Mm -hmm. true obedience in the church this is a paperback it fits in a lot of stockings and um, this this is an interesting, the subtitle, A Guide to Discernment in Our Challenging Times. Yeah, we're doing that. And then uh, don't forget the 200, uh, th- these consecration books should go in every stocking. Absolutely. So we've got those. 563-231-3545. And leave a voicemail or send an email off to Colleen at info at kcrd-fm.org. Subject line, Colleen, I want a book. What do you got here? That's right. So I was just looking at the bellowing ox proof that's going to be coming out soon, wherever it went. But right in the middle, like, oh, right here it is. Nope, that's the old one. I got so much stuff here. Um, oh, This is not on the very center middle, but there's a really huge spread on pages 10 and 11 about from the power of prayer. Yes. And adoration and the hours that are needed. It's, you know, it's two full pages about the power of prayer and adoration. And um, Advent would be a great time to make some extra holy hours. And one of the books that we have here is called Eucharistic Miracles hmm. and the Eucharistic Phenomena in the Lives of the Saints by Joan Carol Cruz. Again, Tan Publishing. A great book to take to adoration as you're sitting in front of our Lord in the Eucharist to read about all of these miracles. And I that love that happened. little book. Uh booklet pamphlet that you've got for adoration and we've got a ton of these it's um called a meditation before the blessed sacrament people might recognize it because it's small it's just a trifold and it's got blue ink in the face of christ in the monstrance i've seen it a lot but oh my goodness this this should be in everybody's pocket when they go to adoration Mm -hmm. um talking about as though jesus were saying talking about how to talk to him and what he wants to know and you have any favors you want to ask me? It just kind of leads you through that holy hour. This is all you need. Go in the box there and get those those cards that we have. Don't you think with everybody gets a book, they should get this card here, I do. Colleen? This I was do. your idea to uh, get, what do we got, Five, 600 of those? Oh, we got a lot of these. This is the Apostolic Pardon at the Point of Death. It's a beautiful, full-color, nice, heavy like um prayer card a little larger and then it has about the apostolic pardon on the back um but you know we were talking earlier how we don't want to even go to purgatory no right well the apostolic pardon is um a special grace that priests can give people when they are at the end of their life and it remits all time in purgatory so I have I have to confess that when you said you asked God just to send you whatever sufferings you were going to need 
to um, do your purgatory here on earth, I was just kind of in my heart saying, God, just give me the apostolic pardon. Right? I'm lazy. Spoken, I'm lazy. Spoken like a true Irishman. <laughs> I'm lazy. So anyway, so yeah, we should we should get these cards out. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, send some books along with with the um, the adoration and oh. the and mm -hmm. yeah, because we've got a bunch of these. Everybody should have. You said that correctly everybody should have that and if you're looking for what to do in advent why isn't the adoration chapel on the top if top it isn't the list. Yeah, number one two or three right right did we hit uh saint alphonsus there did we get him we did mention uniformity with god's will this is one of those booklets that tom was mentioning that would make a good stocking stuffer and uh saint alphonsus man if you need a fire lit he will light a fire so what is in that 30 heart. pages yep Yep. You, that'll change your life in 30 pages. Speaking of life changers, Father Ripperger's books right here, the Christian uh, uh, Orum, mm -hmm. the Auxilium Christian Orum, mm -hmm. and the which is translated as the Help of Christians, mm -hmm. Auxilium mm -hmm. Christian Orum, and then the Deliverance Prayers for the Laity. This um, we never advertise the deliverance prayers for the laity. Somebody found out we had them, and every month we get a request. But we still have some left. These are excellent. If you're not familiar with these deliverance prayers for use by the laity, and this is by Father Chad Ripiger, who is an exorcist. He's got not only deliverance prayers, but he also has prayers for healing. Mm -hmm. y you know, you need you need this book in your in your booklet or in your um, stash too. They're just beautiful. Again, what we're trying to do is displace some activities. It's addition by subtraction. Everybody's got 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Be nice if we had 26 hours, then you could do some extra reading, but you're gonna have to give up some television time. You're gonna have to give up some football time, um, World Cup time, whatever you're gonna have. You're, you're gonna have to give up phone time. Yeah. Internet time, all that me time, you, you're going to you, have to give want, up a little bit. Yeah. Do you want to go to heaven or? There's only one advent of 2022. Right. And when Christmas comes, we want to be so ready for it that it's the most joyful Christmas that we've ever experienced. Grab a couple more books so, oh over there. That, that These next ones here. Well, that's kind of a priest one, Guide for Confessors by Ligori. Well, there's friend. some priests listening here. Here's Hit that one up there. We know we've got priests listening. Do so that our one. friend, yep, our friend, um, St. Alphonsus Ligori, I just like to call him the Fonz. <laughs> He's uh, got this other book, Guide for Confessors. Lord save me. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, they used to use Alphonsus Ligori in moral theology in seminary. Really? Well, they used to. I don't know what they use anymore. But this would be an awesome gift. You know what? This would be a good gift for a priest. I was just there gonna you go. read my yeah, mind. All right, we so, have some of these left. Give yeah. the title. Guide for Confessors by Alphonsus Liguori. So if you want to stuff your pastor's stocking, this is a great book, 563-231-3545. Mm -hmm. Yep, that would be a great one to give to your priest um, what do you for got Christmas. There? Now, we just mentioned Father Ripperger and mm -hmm. Deliverance Prayers for Use by the Lady. Well, there's another book we've got here called Diary of an American exorcist, and the subtitle is Demons, Possessions, and the Modern-Day Battle Against is that Ancient Father Stephen there? Evil. Yep, by Father Stephen Rossetti. So this is Sophia Institute Press. This is a nice, hard-bound book. Um, so if you are 
have an interest in learning and reading more about the battle with evil that we all fight every day, mm-hmm. that might be a, a nice, this book looks really nice. So that might be a good Christmas gift too. Do, do this one here, the civility manual, before we do these other ones, just while it's on my mind. Yeah. I, I think this is a good grandma and grandpa gift to hand on to the next generation. You know, that's a really good point. Uh, the publisher is Tradition in Action, and they are about tradition and family and property and Correct. all that stuff. But it's called Catholic Manual of Civility, the Family Collection, and it's translated and edited by Marion Therese Horvat, Dr. Marion Therese. But and you, you don't want to mess with Marion, let me tell you. <laughs> um, when you look at the table of contents, m- this Catholic Manual of Civility is exactly that. It talks about a man's bearing, the proper way to sit, walk, stand, the importance of order, the eyes, the gaze, cleanliness, good hygiene, the smile, the laugh, the voice. I mean, all now, of why it. is this so important in today's culture where what what's the definition of a woman? What's the definition of a man? Right, right. You see what's going on here? And our society, I say it all the time, It's you just see barbarians everywhere. And this is the civility of the Catholic man, the Catholic civility yeah, man. Yeah, proper v- behavior for visiting. Right. Traveling, writing letters, table manners. I mean, it, it's all in here. Right. All those civility um, lessons that we used to learn. Or don't. just say, Tom, send me a half dozen of these, and you can uh, take them to the supermarket when you get cut off in the uh, with a with a little trolley guy. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. So these, these, see, these are some great. We got some great books here. We got two minutes left, Colleen, and you got a bunch of books. Oh. That that one there is probably not a bad one. Woman in the Trees, isn't that about the uh, shrine up in Wisconsin? It is. That's uh, called though, as Tom said, the Woman in the Trees, and the author is Theoni Bell. I guess that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Theoni. And it's a novel about America's first approved Marian apparition, which is not too far from here. Just up. We're thinking about a pilgrimage in 2023. Oh, that would be awesome. La this one, and then over toward Green Bay. And Our Lady of Good Help. Yeah, so um, I haven't read this one yet, but... I haven't either, but it's been very well-requested. Drew Mariani pumped it up, and, and we do that. We've got another 60 seconds. You've got two or three more titles. Just read the titles off so people know what we got. Okay, so if people are interested more in politics and what's going on, Politically, we've got The Devil and Karl Marx by Paul Kenger. Um, He's been featured on KCRD. He has been featured. What else you got there? Um, um, Well, we hyped Father um, William Casey's book, You Shall Stand Firm, Preserving the Faith. We need to do more of those. uh, Father sent another box of those books in there. This is like the Jerry Murray book. Okay. A lot of similarities. If you like one, you'll love the other do that yeah we're drowning in books we need to get these books out to evangelize they'd make great christmas gifts and they'd make great advent reading you could just blindly pick one and it would be awesome info at kcrd-fm.org or call leave a voicemail 563-231-3545 these books are not for sale they are premium gifts for donation to keep your Catholic radio station on the air, your Catholic podcast, your mobile app. By the way, thanks to everybody for what they've done with the mobile app. 
and uh, helping with the bellowing ox. So it's just that simple to do that. Colleen, we have burned through episode 68 like we just sat down. Like we're on fire purgatory. (laughs) Keep me out. We don't want to go to purgatory. Keep, Keep me out. And we are close to the end of the year, and I said a brief thank you, but I really, in all sincerity, Colleen, do you realize that Next year, 2023, is the 10th anniversary of Aquinas Communications when you and I had a cheeseburger at the West Dubuque Tap. Can you believe that? I can Ten years. What the Lord has blessed us, we need, we need to give glory to God and thanks to all of you who are listening. We couldn't Amen. do it without it. This, this is really your apostolate. So, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Glory, glory be, be to, to the, the Father, Father, and to the, the Son, and, and to the Holy Spirit. Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and ever shall be, world without without end. end. Amen. Tune in again next week to The Chatter. We love you.